Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco and F.P. Santangelo Jr. Uh, not sure where Russell is. Maybe he'll come. Maybe he won't. But that's okay. we got a full house today because we do have a guest on. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's trivia theme is NFL running backs. All right. And we have a special okay. guest today. Former Seattle Seahawks strong safety Michael Bulware, who it's interesting, Michael and I met in Dallas a couple of weeks ago at a business note expo. And uh, it looks like uh, Vern, it looks like uh, Mr. Russell is going to be joining us here in a bit. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, here so, I am. Uh, so, my, okay, so Michael and I uh, met uh, at this note expo, which is where a business where you buy discounted notes. It's kind of a, kind of a really specialized type of field. And as we're talking, uh, it turns out, you know, he, he ends up telling me that he uh, played football for the Seahawks. And so well, that's kind of interesting. You know, how'd you get into this business? And I'm going to let him, him tell you the story when we come back from break, because it's really kind of interesting how a movie he watched actually got him into this business. So, mm. all right. Uh, we're, this is a very, by the way, Michael, this is a very short segment here. I'm going to uh, cut out for a second, come right back. But uh Let's see here. When we come back, we'll also talk, excuse me, after Michael tells us his story and and how he's uh, doing in the note business. Uh, And we'll talk a little bit about his uh, history with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm kind of curious what you guys are thinking about uh, the Bears, Cassius Marsh being fined over $5,000 for that taunting penalty, which I don't really see was really worthwhile penalty. Of course, the referees need to get their $5,000 somehow, right? Or I guess it goes. Well, to the, well, I know we, it we, go we, we we can get into it because what what we saw wasn't exactly why well, he got the taunting. Gotcha. Okay, but. I do want to talk about that. All right, so stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We got a full house today. When we come back, we're going to introduce again Michael Bulware, former Seattle Seahawks strong safety. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial.
Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distant space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. Make your holidays sizzle with Smewin's annual treat, the Christmas Ballet. This witty, wonderful celebration of the season offers something for everyone, from ballet to tap dancing, jazz and swing, with new surprises added every year. The San Francisco Chronicle calls Smewin's Christmas Ballet sheer joy, the finest toast to the season. Don't miss Smewin's Irresistible Christmas Ballet. At theaters around the bay. Order your tickets today. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays, reservations are recommended. Visit paleosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F dot com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with a full house here, Vernon Glenn, F.P. Santangelo, Russell Jackman, and our special guest, Michael Bulware, former Seattle Seahawks strong safety. Uh, Michael, I, Michael and I met in Dallas at a, a note expo. And uh, which is a, a business where you buy discounted mortgages, discounted notes. It's kind of a specialized type of field. Michael, uh, why don't you first tell us, how did you get, you were telling me the story about watching a movie and uh, you'll, you'll see how smart this guy is. All right, Michael, go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. So uh, when I retired in 2008, I kind of started buying houses. And, um, you know, lately in the last couple of years, it's been getting a lot harder to to find deals out there. And, um, you know, I remember uh, a movie came out about uh, what happened in 2008, this big, uh, you know, about this big short. So I, I just ended up watching it. 
And in the movie, uh, you know, I noticed or I heard about these, these guys buying or selling notes uh, or, or banks getting rid of notes at discounted prices. And I was like, man, I'm up here trying to find deals by uh, trying to find people who want to, uh, you know, sell their house uh, because they're in trouble or, you know, prevent foreclosure. I said, man, it would be awesome if I could uh, find a way to buy directly from the bank. And that's what, you know, I was seeing happening in, in the big short. I mean, they were, well, I heard it happening. Uh, these banks were selling these notes for pennies on the dollars just to get them off their books. And I was like, man, I didn't even realize you could do that. Uh, and so that's kind of how it happened. You know, I, I saw that movie. I saw that uh, these banks had to liquidate these uh, these notes and get rid of them because uh, they were toxic assets. And that's that's what I specialize in. That's what I want. I want these these houses that nobody uh, can afford or, or in foreclosure. That's yeah. kind of been my business. Yeah. So isn't that awesome? I mean, you know, how many times do you see a movie and it suddenly springs an idea on, you know, to get into a specific business and, you know, it's, it's kind of sophisticated because you got these banks and other people who own mortgages and for one reason or another, you know, they're not, they're not uh, performing. And so rather than just, you know, hold them on the books, Michael goes around and uh, tries to buy them at, at a substantial discount. Did you guys see the movie, The Big Short? I did. It, I it, did. It, it was yeah, good. It was, it, it, it was fascinating. And it was, and it was actually fairly accurate, too. Go ahead. King Kong versus Godzilla didn't inspire me in the same way. No, <laughs> no, no not, not exactly. And so, Michael, how long have you been doing that now? Since, is it t- since 2000? So I've been, uh, I've done my own personal si- uh, seller finance notes. I've created notes uh, since basically 2008, but I have not yet bought one from a bank yet. Okay. Uh, and I'm, that's kind of why I went to the note school to figure out how to kind of play with the big boys, if you will, or get educated uh, so I could play with the big boys. Yeah, that's going to be challenging because the, the banks are going to be wanting to sell like, you know, $50 million at a time rather than the onesie twosies, as they say. But, um, you know, we're, when Michael and I were, we had a few minutes before uh, the, the actual expo uh, session for that day. And, and we got to talking about how, you know, a lot of times football players, you know, they're coming out of college, you know, maybe they get a nice big fat contract and they're not really taught that much business. You know, Michael, why don't you kind of go into the history of like, you know, like when you were, you were coming out of college and you get drafted um, and, you know, your, your brother had, had a, a good, a good um, uh, career with uh, Baltimore. Um, but uh, you know, what did he teach you about business or where did you learn? your business savvy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, uh, to be transparent, I learned through failure. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes and lost uh, a lot of money. And that's, that's kind of the sad thing about NFL. I mean, we are, we're NFL players are really, really good at one thing and that's playing football, uh, managing money. We're clueless. Uh, or most of us are, and most of us getting take, taken advantage of, or we just, we just make dumb mistakes. And, uh, uh, it's a sad thing that happens, and 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 the NFL, I mean, they they do an excellent job of trying to educate us, but when you're when you're a football player, all you can think about is really playing football. To be successful in NFL, you have to think about football. And if you're doing anything else besides saving your money, you're probably doing the wrong thing while you're playing. And so, uh, those guys who are trying to be all the, do all these other investments. 
it's 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 super risky because we just we're great football players. We're not business guys, or we're not money uh, money savvy. Not like I told you, Ed. I come from a good family. You know, yeah. I, I have a mother and a father, and even my brother was a number four pick overall. I mean, and I still made mistakes because I just sure. didn't have the experience. Hey, listen, I'm a good businessman. I've made lots of mistakes myself, you know, but first thing I would tell football players, don't buy a restaurant or don't invest in a restaurant and don't buy a boat. You know, hey, so, up. Go ahead. I just want to butt in here. So just to back up Michael sediments, uh, there's a report back in May, 2021, 78% of NFL players go bankrupt or fall into severe financial debt within just two years of retirement. So it's yeah. definitely a huge problem. They're really trying to help. I know there's a lot of programs that they're trying to invest in, but yeah, to Michael's point, it's just the money just goes as soon as you get it. Well, especially if you can go and borrow money, right? <clears throat> you know, if you don't borrow money, then all you can really lose is the money that you've invested in whatever you're doing. But a lot of times, you know, guys are buying big houses. And, you know, when you figure a lot of the money that you that you guys get is, uh, you know, taxed, and then, especially if yep. you're, you know, like in football and baseball, you know, you're in basketball too, you're playing in all these different states. And if you're making a lot of money, you got to file tax returns in all these various states that you play in that have an income tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think a lot, a lot of people of realize that. that. And, and, and I'm sorry for interrupting, Michael, but I, I did want to bring you in on this. If you could just kind of take us inside what you have seen during your career guys who, uh, and, and again, we're all products of our environment on, on, on where we came from. And if you could just kind of kind of paint the picture for us, uh, the, the number of guys that come in the league that that buy into, you know, the lifestyle that is portrayed on TV. I mean, the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the VIP getting beyond the velvet ropes, the special table, the, the line of women that are looking for that come hither stare to kind of get their way in. I mean, and, and, and the fact that you guys are in your early twenties, when, when, when I was in my early twenties, I thought I would live forever. I thought 30 was, was just so far down. I, I couldn't even think about being 30. You kidding me? I'm going to be in my twenties forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a truck. It's tricky, man. It's everyone's telling you how great you are. You're in the NFL, you're top 1% and and you're getting a big check. Some teams you get a check every every week, and at a minimum it's every two weeks. And it's like, you mean to tell me I just made you know twenty, thirty grand this week, and you want me to only spend you know a thousand? I mean that that makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and, and you you can't understand the math when you're twenty one, twenty two years old. And <laughs> and again, you you get you get stuck into this hype of you're better than what you really are, and it. It's a, it's a vicious it's a vicious trap, but uh, it's happening. I would say to eighty percent to ninety. Well, especially since you know the, the average career is what three and a half years. You know, depending upon what position you're playing, and so you know you're going to make a lot of money in a short period of time. Uh, the net of all those taxes and everything, you got to still save. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, okay, stay with us. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Michael, hold on just a second. We got to cut to our first commercial trivia question break. And if you know the answer, don't say anything until we get back. We don't want to uh, give it away on the air yet. Okay. Here's our first trivia question NFL running backs. Who was the first player to have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in a single season? All right. That's our trivia question. 
Uh, email edward at sportsecom101.com. The answer to this question, who was the first player to have 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in a single season? All right, we come back. We're going to continue on with Michael Bulware. He's uh, explaining how uh, NFL players uh, are not given quite the uh, education in business that uh, would that they should have, all right? All right, stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but... I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr. I think Russell dropped off. And uh, we have our special guest, Michael Bulware. Uh, trivia question number one, guys. Uh, who was the first player to have 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in a single season? My first guess is Roger Craig of the that, 49ers. Very good. That is correct. 1985. Not bad. Still not in the Hall of Fame. Unbelievable. Well, because that one fumble. You know, but oh. <laughs> I, yeah, one one play got him not in it. No, I, I don't know. all right. So, um, Michael, you were uh, uh, you were talking to us about how uh, you know a lot of times business in business, excuse me, for NFL players, they're really not taught business. And I wanted to uh, get FP Santangelo Jr.'s perspective because he's the son of a, a former baseball player. And uh, FP, we we're just talking, you know. It, you know, how much did your dad know about business and how much did he teach you? So he actually didn't teach me too much because he kind of had the same problem. He didn't know too much. He was really focused on baseball his whole career. His dream was to be a major league baseball player um, to the point where he took communication and media studies at the University of Miami just to get better at interviews. So when he got the game winning hit, he could sound better on air. That's directly what he told me. That's great. So obviously he was very one track minded. It worked out. He's obviously had a great career. He's had a great broadcasting career. Mm-hmm. He's made good money. So it's very fortunate it's worked out for him. But um, it's just funny because uh, Steve Sachs, the, the famous uh, second baseman, uh, yeah. Major League Baseball was actually a financial consultant for him and helped him through his financial situation. And I've I've actually studied myself just through the internet and through certain things. I'm not a professional by any means, but I've helped out my father as well. So it's definitely a problem, even in major league baseball, it's just a professional athlete problem to have because you dedicate so much of your time and your life into one craft that you kind of have these blinders on and you just think this is my goal and this is what I want. And you kind of have to have that mentality if you want to be successful in that field. And if most have that mentality, I guess if you're the athlete, I mean, you got to be really careful who you put your financial trust yeah. in. I mean, you better. And, and, and I guess maybe Michael can speak to this a little bit. I mean, you've got, you know, you got your best friends, you got your boys, you know, you think, Hey man, I'm going to take care of you, whatever, you know, and, 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 and they themselves might not know yeah. exactly how to manage their money, but, but because you know them and there's that friendship trust, then you give them that responsibility and that gets mismanaged. I've heard about stories on that. Sure. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many financial advisors, so many people giving advice out there. It's, it's very, very hard to, to trust anybody especially as an athlete. And, and the, the very thing you should probably trust is the one that sounds the most ridiculous, which is really Put your money in a CD. Just save your money while you play. You don't. You're making enough money yeah. that you don't need to worry about investing right now. You're yep. single-minded. That's right. You need to be the best baseball player, the best football player you you can be. And then once you're done playing football, then you can learn how to be an investor or get a job. But while you're playing, just let the money sit. Live on as little as you can and let it accumulate. And then try to make money when you're done. But no one wants to hear that while they're playing. They want to you're, – you're living in the limelight, and you want to make money other ways too. Yeah, wasn't was – there was a wide – or was it, was it Rob Gronkowski or somebody who was making a lot of money and he's just like living – you know, he had an old truck 
and just living off a little bit. You know, it just reminds me, I had, a, I had uh, this uh, uh, client who was a, a municipal bond broker and he had a client. This lady had a hundred million dollars. This is back in the eighties, had a hundred million dollars in uh, tax-free California municipal bonds. They were only paying about 3% at the time, but she, he was trying to explain like, well, I think we should do some other stuff. And she said, uh, Dane, she says, I'm, I'm making $3 million a year tax-free. I can't even spend that much money. You know, why should I go out and take a risk on something else? You know, and I mean, that being said, it's probably a good idea to diversify a little bit just because, you know, this isn't guaranteed, but, but I, but you get the point though. And, and just as Michael says, you know, if you, if you got a, a lot of money, be it in CDs or whatever, you, you know, why go out and try to risk too much? Go ahead, Vern. And I'd like to bring, I'd like to bring this to light and, and maybe FP Jr. can kind of expound upon it, but to, to my knowledge, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any better success story financially from when you're done playing than Bobby Bonilla, mm-hmm. who I believe oh, yeah. is still being paid by the Mets. What every, every year he gets, gets, gets that, that, the, the, the million dollars. And I, and I, I don't even know what the background was behind that. I mean, who in the world stepped in and made that deal with the Mets? I, I think he finally got his last check. Uh, a, a couple of years ago, I think. Oh no, he did not. No, so he didn't. Like, no, Edward, he's still been paid. He's getting paid into like the twenty thirties. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, so he signed a he signed a five year, twenty nine million dollar contract, but it was going to be deferred. He gets one point one million per year till twenty thirty five. Still, till he's seventy two years old. Of course, so wow. twenty thirty five. That'll buy you a tank of gas, but you know, <laughs> but it still is better than a. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Michael, you know, you said you had uh, two uh, intact parents. Were, were they, uh, I mean, you know, you and I just met uh, at the Dallas show and you just, you just seem like a really good natured person. Um, I got to think that came from your parents. And, and uh, now you live in South Carolina now. Uh, did you grow up there? Yeah, I was born and raised here. Yep. Okay. And, and where did you go to college? Florida State. Uh, what, Florida State, All absolutely. Right. There you go. Underneath the body bound. Yeah, Bobby Bowden. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I met to- him once, man. Great guy. The uh, Florida State came to uh, San Francisco to play in a in a bowl game, and I mean, within, I mean, Michael, you can speak to this. Probably within a minute, you felt like, wow, man, this guy, this is it's like my best friend. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very genuine coach, down down to earth, and that's why the guys loved him. Uh, he's a great player coach. And then who was – when you were playing, Pete, Pete Carroll wasn't uh, the coach back then, was he, for the Seahawks? No. Uh, no, Mike Holmgren. My, oh, Mike Holmgren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you like playing for him? Man, he was a – he's definitely a lot different than Mike Bowden, but uh, I love his intensity. I love the way he uh, ran practices. And uh, so I, I love playing for him. It was, it was a great, great experience playing for both of those coaches. Yeah, Mike Holmgren grew up in San Francisco. He went to Lincoln High School. Later, later taught there, and um, and the, the the legendary story was he he was he was so good in an All Star game. Jim Plunkett had to play linebacker, and Mike Holmgren was a quarterback. <laughs> Is that right? But but, wow. but here but but here was the here was the end of Mike Holmgren, the football player. He was being wooed by USC. 
And Jim McKay told him, hey, we're going to change the offense for you if you come in and sign. So he signs with SC and he gets there. McKay doesn't change the offense. It's still pitch right, pitch left, and up oh. the middle. And it, and it, and it, and it I, to this day, I believe it still bothers Mike Holmgren yeah, yeah, the fact that, that, that like he old, got uh, okie doped into that. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I wonder how many times coaches uh, do stuff like that. Oh, you come play for us and we'll do X, Y, and Z. And oh, FB will tell you. I mean, Co- Michael will tell you. Coaches lie all the time, they'll do anything to get you. Yeah. Yeah, how many targets is Odell going to get in that scheme, right? It's funny because Odell's like his whole entire make is he's more of a free ball player. He doesn't really run routes, you know, particularly well or schemes really well. And then you go into a scheme system, right, with Sean McVay. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out with the Rams. Well, it didn't work out for him Monday night. <laughs> yeah, it's early, though. It's early. Yeah. Like, wow. Michael, I mean, that- Michael, I had a question for you about last night's game. If you uh, can give us some idea on a defense's uh, uh, perspective, and that is um, last night you saw the Niners really change how their complexion was defensively, and a lot of that is obviously due to Jimmy Ward and uh, Drake Greenlaw being back. But do you feel like two guys can change – their presence can really change the entire uh, focus of the defense? And if so, how do they accomplish that by just coming back and making an impact in one week? So I did not uh, – I did not catch the game last night. Uh, but I do know that two guys can make a, can make a difference on defense. Um, but I, unfortunately, I did not – I did not – I did not see the game last night, but the right guys in the right positions, man, it is – sometimes it's just their leadership and they just demand a high expectation. They raise the play of everybody else around them. So I, I do know jump, that, that that can't happen. Let me jump in and give you a little insight because I, I covered that Monday night game. And from, from, from what I was told by players and by coaches, there was more of an emphasis on, on tackling and on efficiency and on execution – and they put all and, and and made themselves accountable in that one. And they uh, their philosophy, and Michael, you can speak to this, they wanted to win the line of scrimmage. They wanted if they they felt like if they could if they could win the line, they could win the game. And that's that's what happened. And uh, the 49ers, they uh they put a game plan in where they were going to run the football 44 times, Michael, 44 times. The, the, the time possession was, yeah, was insane yeah. in these, in and these the week scoring before, drives. It was only nine six, rushes. Seven. Wait, wait, hey, hey, guys, hey, guys. Drives. Hold on. We got to uh, cut to our next commercial break. We'll let Michael answer that question when we come back. Here's our second trivia question. Cleveland Brown, Ernest Biner was one of uh, their two teams members to rush over a thousand yards in the 1985 seasons. In between two stints as a player for the Browns, which other NFL team did Biner play for? That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
your holidays sizzle with Smewin's annual treat, the Christmas Ballet. This witty, wonderful celebration of the season offers something for everyone, from ballet to tap dancing, jazz and swing, with new surprises added every year. The San Francisco Chronicle calls Smewin's Christmas Ballet sheer joy, the finest toast to the season. Don't miss Smewin's Irresistible Christmas Ballet. At theaters around the Bay, order your tickets today. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here. Vern Glenn over there. F.P. Santangelo Jr. Russ. Russell Jackman and our special guest, Michael Bulwer. Boy, I'm definitely a full house today. All right, Cleveland Browns, Ernest Biner, in between uh, pl- two stints players, uh, excuse me, as a player for the Browns, what other team did Biner play for? Was it the, the Denver Broncos? No. Mm, the Redskins. The Redskins, that's right. Oh, okay. Back then, the, uh, the, the, I mean, the, the, the Washington football team. The, the R word, yeah, the Washington football team. Uh, go ahead, Vern. Why don't you ask that question to Michael again about? Oh, just the just 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 the emphasis on 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 a team one week removed from a forgettable performance against the Arizona Cardinals. They come back the next week, and and the whole complexion changed. More was asked of the defense, 
to make themselves accountable. There was an emphasis on tackling, although in practice they don't tackle to the ground. But but they wrapped up. They controlled the line of scrimmage, Michael. And then offensively, Shanahan's game plan was to run the football and keep the Rams' offense on the sidelines. And that's what happened. They ran the football 44 times. 44 times in their time of possession almost doubled what the Rams had. Yeah, I can tell you, man, uh, controlling that that line of scrimmage is important, uh, especially from a secondary perspective. Uh, you know, I don't, as a safety, I do, I do not like the ball spitting through uh, my D-line and through my linebackers. And I, I, I especially love when my D-line is getting some pressure because uh, that means ball's coming out fa- faster and that means the quarterback is not making good throws. Uh, so anytime you can control that, that line of scrimmage, uh, one way or the other, it's going to it's going to win, uh, benefit that team. And the second point that you mentioned is this is fun, fundamental fundamental football across the board. You've got to make tackles and for defense. I don't care how good you are if you don't if you're missing tackles, you're going to lose. And so uh, if if you can eliminate missed tackles on a defense, man, you're going to elevate your game uh, to a, to another level. So it, both of those those are great points and. It doesn't matter what level you're on. If you're if you're making the tackles and you're controlling that line of scrimmage, you're probably going to dominate on defense. And people ask me all the time about this, Michael. I mean, I I tell people, hey, the NFL is just is just a different animal. It's not like college or high school where you can be bigger, maybe faster, and and just dominate the game. I look at the NFL in this year as 17 individual chapters, week by week. And these are paid professionals. These are elite athletes. And so you can see a game where the Washington football team beat Tampa Bay. You can see a game where yeah. Green Bay shuts out your former team. So, And then we can see what we saw on Monday night. Yeah, yeah last week was just crazy. It was all over the board. Well, and, and mm-hmm. What people don't realize is I, 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 when I was playing, they said that the the, the, the difference between the best team and the worst team in the NFL, I think, is around 2%. Now, the reason why it looks so big, big is because the guys are so good at what they do. But, again, it's from the best team and the worst team, they said it's, a, it's around 2 or 3%. And it's just the NFL, the margin of error is so small that it looks like a big, a big difference. But I, I know if I take one half step the wrong way, I'm toast for six, and it looks really, really big because uh, those guys are so good at that level, uh, and, and the margin of error is just just so ridiculously small that if you step the wrong way, it's probably six points. You know, uh, I, 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 Michael, I do want to ask you a question too about you know the, how the game has changed with you know trying to protect the players and how you can tackle and all that. You know how how it seems like it'd be extremely hard to to adjust. You know, you're taught to tackle a certain way, and then now you have to change it up. And, you know, especially for the penalties against uh, the quarterbacks, you know, for roughing the passer. A guy gets, you know, blocked into a guy's ankles, and suddenly it's roughing the passer, you know? It, I mean, when you play, extremely frustrating, and I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know how they play. I, I w- I've never played in this new era, and it's some of the co- – I understand what they're trying to accomplish, uh, but some of the stuff is – it's, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you can, you know, some of the tackles you're going to, you're either going to get beat or you're going to, 
had to do something illegal, and it's I don't know. It's it's kind of controversial to me. I don't know. I can imagine going back, you know, you, you do something that's not really should be a penalty. Uh, I got to think your coaches are still going to be upset with you because a penalty gets thrown unless it's just so egregiously wrong by the ref. Jeez, yeah. Ronnie Lott would be, Ronnie Lott would be run out of the league. Yeah. Some of the greatest players of all time wouldn't even be able to play. Wouldn't They wouldn't yeah. last a quarter in this new league. Yeah. Which yeah, is a little, I, it's a little sad to me, I, I think, but, man. Because guys are still going to get hurt, you know? I mean, they, they're still going to twist ankles and, and, you know, they're still going to hit their head on the ground and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Well, Michael, hey, Michael you, in your career, does, 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 does one woo hit stand out? I mean, somebody that, somebody that you just that you just got, is there – is there, is there is there is there any 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 pancake collision that you remember? Yes, uh, I was playing Chicago Bears. Uh, I think it was 2007, and I don't remember the tight end's name. He was huge. He was like 285. He was running down the seam, and yeah, I knocked him out and the ball to lose, but I knocked myself the next week. Uh, well, so it was probably my biggest hit in my life. But I do not remember walking off the field. <laughs> wow! Wow! The collision was that. Whoa! Wow! That impactful, man. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was kind of cool because I re, I kind of remember hitting him, but like I don't remember the next fifteen minutes. I kind of woke up sitting on the sideline, like what, what, what just happened? It was kind of a dream, kind of, oh. kind of screwy. Wow! Do you think man. you uh, suffered any kind of CTE? Um, I probably did, but I mean, I'm the type of guy that, like, I knew what I was signing up for. Yeah. You know, I, my biggest thing was I, I've had a couple paralyzing hits while I lost uh, sensation in my legs, uh, and I just I kind of knew that was part of the game, and I was I wanted to play, and so I was willing to take the risk, and so yeah, right. I have it, but um, it's, it's part of what I signed up for. And then if you if you tell someone you're hurt. Then I mean that's tough because then okay we'll get out of here next yeah. up you know yeah next man next up got up absolutely absolutely yeah. and it's not like baseball or basketball where your contract guaranteed or anything it's you're done I mean it, I mean you might get the rest of the your rest of the year contract but man they'll they'll cut you quick they'll they'll find somebody else somebody else is hungry and did you have Michael, a good would you have changed it, it, it looking back if you could if you could do it all over again is there anything you would have changed. Yeah, so Mike Homer uh, drafted me as a safety. I'd never played ever in my life. I was a linebacker. I, I probably should have not played safety and just played linebacker. Uh, I probably would have – if my body would have held up, I, I probably would have had a better career. Uh, but that's – and then that, that's that's probably it. I, I probably, I probably could have trained harder or whatever. I don't know. But moving from linebacker at Florida State to going to safety – Nice. In the NFL, I mean that was that was that was a big leap. And at the time, me and Sean Taylor were the two biggest safeties in history. I mean, I was two thirty-two trying to play safety in the NFL, and that was a little bit big for that era. I mean, now you know it's probably I'd be okay, but then well, was it this that um, Mike thought that they had too many linebackers, or he just thought you had too good a speed? 
so I had a great, great pro day. I ran a four three nine, uh, and so th- I was supposed to be that ninth guy in the box. And so Ray Rose, my offensive, I mean my defensive coordinator, and so he used me as a linebacker, and I was thriving. I mean, I, I mean, I was nominated for Rookie of the Year. I was doing well. Well, he had a stroke, and the new coordinator wanted to play man coverage. And I, I couldn't play man coverage. You know, these little guys were running all around me. And so uh, that's what that's what my career kind of went downhill when I wasn't that uh, ace guy in the box. Gotcha. And by the way, I can I can run a four three forty also, but mine's forty feet, not forty yards. <laughs> <laughs> so just just to make the uh, make make it really clear. Well, Michael, listen, I don't want to take too much of your time. Really appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, and giving us some insight. Uh, hey, by the way, did you um uh, did you have a good agent negotiate a contract for you? Or you know, some of these guys are doing it themselves. But did you have a good agent? I did, and I didn't realize how good he was until it was over. I mean, he, he was the one to give me the great advice of don't spend your money, save it all. And I, I thought he was dumb. And uh, But he, he, he did my brother's contract, and he did mine. He did, he did both of us very, very well. Good. All right, well, again. Then you, got, then, you, then you got guys like Richard Sherman using that Stanford education and negotiated his own deal. Bet on himself yeah, and yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did well. Yeah. Again, Michael, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Sports Econ 101. Let's stay in touch because uh, I want to talk to you about the note business, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. Yeah, he was, it's, it's, I tell you, it was, just, it's such, it was such a pleasure. Just uh, You know, you, it's funny because when I saw him, I looked, I go, this guy looked like he probably played football. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's uh, he, he's 40, but he looks probably, you know, around 30, 31, whatever. But probably he takes care of himself. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, he's he's just such a very uh, pleasant human being. You know, these guys from South Carolina, they're very respectful. And, and it's yes, just, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, yep. I, you know, I'm thinking, hey, wait a minute. OK, are you talking to me that way? Because I'm your elder. I mean, I'm 20 years older. You know, oh, hey, man, that's the no. sound. Yeah, no, Mr. Just, Brown, Mr. Glenn, Mr. Yeah. Santangelo. Mom and dad just knew exactly yeah. uh, how, to, how to bring him up well. And yep. uh, Yeah, it's so funny, too, because when I met him, and then he was telling me, and I, I looked at his business card, and I said, wait a minute, I go, your name sounds familiar. He goes, well, you're probably thinking of my brother. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, 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 I'm thinking of you. Because, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we play Seattle a little bit more often than right. we played uh, them. Uh, hey guys, we got like a, a minute and a half. Uh, that, well, that was good. I mean, before we have to go to our next uh, uh, break, FP, you wanted to bring up one quick thing, didn't you? Yeah. So the Green Bay Packers announced today that they're selling stock for the sixth time in the franchise's history. Now, the Green Bay Packers are the only publicly owned franchise among the four major professional sports leagues. So you can actually invest in the Green Bay Packers. So this made me dig a little bit more and I can actually went and uh, found that you can actually invest into other teams too, but through the companies and the corporations that own like the Red Sox, Manchester United, other things like that. So it's pretty interesting, you know, how much confidence do you really have in your team to to actually invest money into them directly like that? Does it say in there how much a, a, a share would cost if I wanted to buy a piece of the Packers, three hundred dollars each. That's probably gone up quite a okay. bit. Okay, I would think. Over- and Aaron Rodgers will personally cough into every envelope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give you. Oh, wow. oh man, 
So to add on to this, the last 2011 offering, that's the last time they yeah. opened up the stock options, was uh, $64.7 million they earned in, uh, for wow. steady improvements. So I, wow. I just want to, take, I want to take five seconds and say I'm absolutely disgusted with the NFL and letting Aaron Rodgers back in <laughs> after everything that he did without any kind of a suspension, not even a slap on the wrist. It's a terrible message to send about COVID and trying to regulate COVID in the NFL. And, and with that, we're going to cut to our next commercial break here. In 2008, the New York Giants became the fifth team to have two players rush over a thousand yards in each in his, each in a season. Brandon Jacobs and Derek Ward took the honors. Who was the only other member of the 2008 Giants team to get into triple figures for yards and rushed for 355? So who was the who was the third running back? Talking about who was the thir- who was the third back on the 08 team? Yes. All right, the New York Giants. Sports Econ. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. That was a, a great time we had with uh, Michael Bulware. Uh, third trivia question. In 2008, the New York Giants became the fifth team to have two players rush for over 1,000 yards in each season, Brandon Jacobs and Derek Ward. Uh, but they had a third member of the 2008 Giants uh, team to get into triple figures. Uh, only rushed for 355 yards. You, you will know the name, but... You know, not as uh, uh, 2008. Giant, uh, I'll say Rodney Hampton and just throw it out there. I'll just say nope. Tiki Barber. No. Nope. Ahmad Bradshaw. No. Edward, you're killing me. I'm killing. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, though. You, you got Roger Craig in, in uh, 1985. You got well, that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to put Roger Craig in the same room as Ahmad Bradshaw. <laughs> I know, but, but the trivia question of a thousand yards rushing and receiving—that's that's pretty hard. You didn't. No, I don't think so. Not if not if you're. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we, <laughs> well, yeah, but that was 1985. This is 2008. This is a lot sooner in time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I got nothing for you on that one. Okay. Well, well then we're just going to go to our thoughts of the day. You ready for that? All sure. right. So my wife told me. That this is this is bad. My wife told me to stop impersonating a flamingo. I had to put my foot down. I was thinking pink. I was thinking something pink. So and then did you hear did you hear about the ATM that got addicted to money? It suffered from withdrawals withdrawals oh oh oh, i couldn't say it fast enough yeah nice i know usually very nice all right guys fun show tune in next week to sports econ 101 we'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions which by the way guys we're going to record on uh on monday because of the thanksgiving holiday they want thanksgiving okay so we're going to do it on monday all right. I should be available. Okay, great. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Go on.